0: You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Abuchi. Episode 5, how to ensure lessons learned are used effectively and not just sitting in a repository. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast today. Today, talking all things lessons learned. So, a little while ago, one of the podcast listeners suggested that they wanted to know a little bit more about how we ensure lessons learned are effectively used and not just sitting in a repository. Now, if you've heard the word lessons, if you've heard the words lessons learned, you're probably rolling your eyes. It is a common phenomenon in organizations far and wide where rolling your eyes when you hear the words lessons learned is frequent. Um, and the reason for that often varies, but if, if it's anything to go by based on my experience in corporate space, it's usually because project managers and the like are asked to fill out an inordinate, inordinate amount of time um, into a checklist online where they have to put in data around the lessons learnt. And there's a lot of fields and a lot of boxes and a lot of text and they basically need to go and spend half a day filling out lessons learned. You can imagine that if you're running a very large transformation program or you've run a project that's you know in excess of um, you know, a, 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 a six months or a year, you're likely to experience a lot of lessons along the way. So today's podcast is talking about lessons learned, what you can do about managing them effectively and what you can do to avoid managing them ineffectively and some of the ideas that I have experienced and have uh, partaken in around integrating those lessons into your work environment going forward. So don't roll your eyes when you hear lessons learned. Lessons are good things. Lessons are a really good thing when managed well so talking all things lessons learned, regardless of what organization you're working in and regardless of the type of work that you do, whether it's project-based or not, there are always going to be lessons that are learned. In fact, if you're not learning, then there's something wrong. Um, lessons are an important part of our working life and that is because they enable us to learn about new ways of doing things, what not to do to avoid you know, challenges or errors or issues in systems, how to... To change the way we're going to do something to make it more efficient or more effective, and also how we can learn from other people's mistakes. Someone has made a mistake, and they've learned, and they've it's resulted in you know financial um, financial learnings, financial loss, or that they have implemented something that hasn't worked in one particular part of the organisation. We want to learn about those things, and the reason for that is so we avoid making those mistakes again. And so I want to share a little bit more about that today and talk to you about some of the examples of where lessons learned are transitioned and integrated into the organization and where sometimes they haven't and what goes wrong. So lessons learned, uh, there's a lot of theory around it so I'm not going to go through any of the theory around it. I'm just going to go through the practical side of lessons learned. And, And as I said earlier, Lessons learned can apply to any industry, any project, any non project I mean you might have lessons in your even in your personal home environment as well where you might realize that there is something that you can do, for example, one lesson I learnt um, not not too long ago is don 't do the grocery shopping on a Sunday afternoon and the lesson learnt there is everybody is doing their shopping on a Sunday afternoon and so I often get stuck in the supermarket with only a handful of items and I'm there for a couple of hours so my lesson was learnt. I've shared that on with my husband and we now try to shop on Saturdays instead so lessons learned are not immune um, you're not immune from lessons being learnt in any environment or any organization in fact it's a really fun part of life we're learning all the time. So I wanted to share an example with you about when you don't learn from lessons um, and, and what happens there. Um, I want to give you an example. Uh, I worked in an organization a little while ago. Um, and for those who've heard my earlier podcasts, I've been working in the project and PMO space for about 15 years now. And I've had um, a lot of um, experiences working across all different types of methodologies, all different types of projects of all scales, um, small projects to large projects, um, across different industries, government and private um, and public sector as well. So I'm going to tell you about one example because this example um, was in was fairly recent. Um, you know, in the last five years. And it's something that uh, really, really was frustrating to see. Um, and it was because there was lessons that were not transitioned from previous, uh, previous programs within this organisation that this this lesson came about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna just sort of break down uh, the situation so you can understand the context of where this has come about. We were part of. Um, a part of a team that was setting up a large transformation, uh, program of work. And within this large transformation program of work, there was a necessity to bring in a consulting firm to come in and help to drive uh, a little bit about a little bit of the, um, initial, um, analysis pieces of work at the beginning of the program. Now, sometimes organizations do this because, uh, Consulting firms will often have some industry experience or insights that maybe the organisation itself has not got at that present time. And so a large consulting firm was, was being brought in to conduct a piece of work um, that, was, that was almost a six-figure six, uh, six um, piece of work that they had quoted for. And the piece of work that they had quoted for was um, an independent piece of work they were going to come in and conduct over a three-month period. Now, this piece of work itself was going to be integral for us to understand, um, understand some key aspects of what was happening in industry and also what were the things that we needed to be aware of going into setting up this large transformation program. Now, this vendor that came in to provide this service um, came in and quoted the service and were successful in securing the work to continue um, delivering the service. But what was not found out until after this vendor had started was, in fact, the organisation themselves had actually engaged this vendor, the same vendor, a couple of years prior to deliver almost an identical piece of work. So there's two parts of this. One, there's the lesson for the organization that was not aware, or the information was not passed on to this new team who was picking up this program of work, that they had undertaken a similar exercise previously in this organization to conduct this piece of work that, as I said, cost almost a million dollars. But the second part is the vendor brought in the team to quote and deliver this piece of work that they themselves had done the couple of years prior. Now, as you can see, there's a failing on both sides. There's a lesson to be learned on the vendor side for not raising it or not being aware that it existed because maybe the organisation is too big or it was not relevant at the time or maybe they felt it was a different team and it was a different piece of work. But on the organisation side, there was also a a lesson there because if they'd just spent a little bit of time digging deeper, they may have actually been able to see that that particular um, organisation had come in and done this piece of work earlier and there was learnings from that piece a few years prior. But the reason why it came about later is because there was no uh, efficient centralised, managed, centrally coordinated and managed lessons learned initiative in the organization everybody was working in isolation of one another and i talk a lot about silos and that's what was happening at the time and so as you can see what ended up happening is there was a duplication of costs for this vendor to deliver this piece of work again um yeah there may be have been some aspects that are slightly different but using the basis of what was done in the years prior could have significantly reduced the cost for this company but unfortunately it was too late when they realized and it just happened to come about through um through some conversation later on after this piece of work was done. So that is what happens when you don't learn from a lesson. Um, it's one of many examples that I can give you uh, and I would give you more, but I'm, I mean this podcast ideally um, is, is within the sort of 20-25 minute range. So if you want to learn more about lessons, we can talk about them in future um, episodes. But for today, I thought that example of what you don't learn from a lesson learned Uh, as as an example as a case in point example would would be relevant but I want to go the other way now and I want to share with you a lesson um, that was learned during another program of work that I was part of and what was actually the significant benefits of learning from previous lessons before us In this organisation, we were running a a large program of work that spanned multiple countries. And in this program of work itself, there was different um, development work and testing that was happening across these countries and regions. And during the the process of implementation and testing, there was um, a, a number of identified challenges that were occurring during testing phases. And during those testing phases themselves, the challenges that were occurring in a particular country seemed to occur um, seemed to occur and were able to be resolved quite quickly and enable the implementation to go ahead quite smoothly after correcting those challenges. but what continued to happen was the lessons themselves were learned in subsequent implementation and testing cycles in organizations uh, sorry in the organization across other countries so the testing team went to to develop and test in other um, countries and realised during those um, during those testing cycles that the same problem that had occurred in the country country or countries prior was occurring again. So they realised that the challenges they were having in testing was not immune in other countries. It was actually something that was occurring fre- frequently. Now they resolved it in the first country and then the second country. And then they realised that the same challenges were occurring again in other countries and regions and so during the development phase they changed some things and during the development phase by development phase by changing some things and also tracking what happened when they made those changes that then subsequently changed their testing they were able to avoid those lessons uh, avoid those sorry issues from happening again and those in fact were the lessons that they learned along the way so it was a really good opportunity for them to see that by paying attention and in, and working closely with the other teams and collaborating on the lessons that were being learnt during those testing and development stages they were able to then rectify the challenges that were being were being um, present and then rectifying them in subsequent phases all in all they were able to deploy a, across a number of countries and across 25 implementations and throughout that journey, they were able to make sure that those problems and challenges that occurred in the first few countries did not repeat itself again. So that's that's a really good example, I think, of what you do Um, by taking lessons and learning from them and live in you know not waiting uh, years later and then um, looking at what lessons you can integrate into your program but actually looking at something that was happening taking advice from others within the team and actually thinking about the problem itself and understanding how you can then translate that information for other parts of the development and testing team overall the program was successful as a result of making sure our testing was done in a way that um, avoided these mistakes. So let's talk about integrating lessons. So part of the question and um, that was raised was how do we ensure that lessons learned are effectively used and not just sit in a repository? Well, one way to do that, and I'm going to go through six different um, suggestions. Uh, one way to do that is don't put it in, don't just put it in a repository. Now that sounds really simple, but I'm going to explain what I mean here. In some organizations, I've seen many times where lessons learned is effectively a data entry activity where as part of the project lifecycle, project managers and the like are expected to go into a register, whether it be an Excel spreadsheet or a SharePoint site or something of the sort and actually go in and spend time manually entering lessons into a register called Lessons Learned Register. Now, what do you think is going to happen if that's what you ask your project community to do? not only are the project community usually overwhelmed and or overwhelmed or preoccupied with delivery but if they've gone through a large program of work or even a smaller project that may go 6 to 12 months and they've learnt 20 lessons along the way for example nobody is going to sit there and put in information around 20 lessons that they've learnt they are not going to feel that that is a useful A use of their time because sitting there and entering into a spreadsheet and thinking hmm I wonder if this is actually going to go anywhere is often what a lot of uh, project managers will think um, and project stakeholders in, in general because they need to see that putting in data somewhere is actually going to go somewhere so one of the suggestions I make is don't make it a data entry activity make it a collaborative exercise and this goes to my second point make it face to face wherever possible So by not making it a data entry activity, making it collaborative, you can then make it face-to-face. Making it face-to-face enables you to actually sit and talk through the lesson so that the context is understood because we all know that writing something down and speaking it out loud is a completely different activity. So where possible, collaborate in person and make it face-to-face, even if that is via video presence. We like to run all of our lessons learned and all of our retrospectives in person, face-to-face, as much as possible. Because speaking to someone and asking them to elaborate further on something that they have learned is really, really important. And then you can take notes from those sessions and actually input them somewhere useful later. But for, for the meantime, face-to-face integration and collaboration is very, very important. So that was number two. Number three, if you're going to take lessons learned, regardless of what forum you're going to take them in and how you're going to be tracking them, make sure that you, as a minimum on a quarterly basis, you track those lessons and show your organization how you're integrating those lessons learned into your business into the project into the department into the division wherever you are that you are tracking them so one example is as part of a occupational health and safety initiative where there were a number of lessons captured from around an organization in a mining company i worked at we collated over a hundred ideas of lessons of ideas of suggestions and what we did was we tracked those in a public place and we then would manage to, d- to deliver on some of those suggestions over the quarter. And each quarter, we would send out a quarterly update and, and, and run an all-hands meeting so that people can understand what was happening with those suggestions, those feedback, those ideas that they were putting forward. Doing something like that on a minimum quarterly basis shows that you actually care about the lessons that are being learned and also enables you to integrate them into your business. Number four make it part of your lifecycle slash methodology slash approach you know it could be a part of a gate it could be part of a checkpoint if you're um, running a, a um, agile it could be part of a retrospective regardless of, of, of what um, type of approach you're running for your delivery cycles make a part of that you know there's gates for uh, other things like go live and um, you know going into testing or deployment gates Make the lessons learn part of that cycle, but make it make it part of that cycle. But then still make it a, a collaborative um, in person um, event. It could be something that is coordinated by the PMO or another portfolio management team, making sure that you make it part of that life cycle methodology. And then actually take the take the step to have the outcomes of those lessons peer reviewed. So tracking lessons along the way and sharing them with others in the team and asking those people. In that in your team to actually review and see whether they've experienced the same challenges is a really really um, helpful thing because you might have actually learnt a lesson that already existed and therefore you might be able to use the context of both those uh, perspectives and opinion to modify the lesson so that other people can learn from it. As part of um, as part of a, a large uh, PMO function, I ran I made sure that our team personally took ownership of the lessons learned and we did track them in a centralized um, a centralized dashboard uh, repository with a dashboard sorry and actually like enabled the PMs that were coming on board to actually walk through some of those depending on the area that they were part of so if they were a you know a test manager they would look at the ones that were rel- relative to testing uh, if they were a project manager they would probably look at all of them but we tracked and managed those learnings and we made sure that they were being uh, transferred and shared uh, in amongst uh, different Groups within our organisation. One thing we did also is, as part of a monthly steering committee, we took one lesson from that repository and we shared it amongst the group. And that meant we've had about twelve people who were made aware of it. And so it's definitely going to spread the knowledge. And if something like that were to occur in in a similar challenge going forward that one of those you know room full of people is likely to be across it and able to say hey you know the so-and-so programmer has identified a learning in this space why don't you talk to them so that that's a way of making it part of you know part of the team and actually integrating it um within you know your life cycle your methodology your gate etc another one is make it fun so number five make it fun how do you make lessons learnt fun well first of all you can do a lessons learnt workshop um, where you can run that over a lunchtime session you can get everyone to bring in their lunch or you can actually cater I think catering brings catering always brings higher numbers of attendance so if you cater it you're probably going to get more people attending um, one of the things we did is we created an interview check uh, interview questionnaire before the session and then we went through some of the answers in the workshop which was catered um, you can run questionnaires or you can actually run um, mock mock scenarios where you actually go through that lesson that was learned and see what we could have done differently so make it fun make it a fun activity something that people look forward to that's not just about the data but more about the experience and number six this one may shock some people but outsource it now when 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 you outsource it you're going to get a different perspective on the lessons that were learned and also as i said earlier if you engage uh, some consulting firms, sometimes you're going to get an external opinion on other industries and other markets and what's happening in the organization um, that you can relate to externally that you may not be able to see because you're focused inwards into your organization. So outsourcing it, um, as an example, Agile Management Office was engaged not too long ago, to actually come in and provide um, a, a, an exercise to bring the lessons learned. And what, what happened was, was um, profound because it enabled the people within that um, workshop to actually open up quite honestly and transparently about their learnings throughout the program because they didn't feel pressured to um, answer in a certain way to their superiors. felt more open and then what we did is we took that information and anonymously um, managed it and then shared that information in a report and also gave some recommended steps on how you can go forward to improve based excuse me based on those lessons and so that would be another way that you could go forward in tracking lessons and have have those lessons outsourced Um, therefore you'll get probably some higher engagement and and also some learnings from other uh, industries like the learnings that you know, pe- people are you know sharing when we have conversations to them about how things are running in their organization. So outsourcing is another option. So they're probably the top six ideas that I can think about that would um, help you to integrate lessons learned. So they're not just sitting in a repository. There's probably many more, and I and I love to hear your thoughts um, if you would like to share on some of the other t- tips and tricks that you have around integrating lessons into your organization. Next time you hear lessons learned, don't roll your eyes. Remember, it can be a really good thing if it's done well. Um, And it's important to set set yourself up for success from the beginning and set the expectation of how lessons are going to be tracked along the way. There's no point in tracking lessons at the end of a project. I would always recommend that you do it iteratively throughout the project. Um, looking at things um, you know monthly or quarterly depending on the size and scale of the department that you're running but then also as i said making sure that the lessons that are being tracked are not just tracked in vain but they're actually being tracked so that you can actually use those lessons to better your organization and your delivery teams going forward so thank you for listening to this podcast today as usual i welcome any feedback that you have If you'd like us to cover any specific topics in future or you'd like to be part of our podcast, please let us know by going to our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. That's www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope today that you've been able to learn, feel, think or be inspired. Until next time, what is your agile idea? We'll be